Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. Hey, folks, it's your boy OG Bernie. This is the Let Burn Rant Podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, and everywhere else. Click and enjoy. I hope you're having a good Monday. Um, this is a late edition, only because there was a Monday night football game that was playing, so I wanted to at least talk my ish while that was, you know, occurring. And I just finished watching the Texans and Saints game, and this was a this was a good game. This is a good game to start off, you know, the first week of the season. Well, the end of the first week of the season in Monday night football, and. Um, I'll just I'll just keep it simply put. The Saints the Saints could go undefeated at home this season if they play the way they played. The question is just like as as always every year has always been defense. Defense has always been the one that's been the Achilles heel for the Saints team. This is an amazing offense that they got right now, and Drew Brees is definitely he's he he's forever solidifying his spot as a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he's continued to prove it today. 370 yards. Despite an INT, he threw, but he threw three touchdowns. Cam- uh, Calvin Kamara, he's definitely now the league guy on that team. Like the last two years, it was him and Ingram. This time, it's just him all by himself. He didn't disappoint. Almost 100 yards rushing. Receiving-wise, 72 yards. He was in the league of right now, everybody's talking about the decline of running backs. It's the rise of versatile running backs. Running backs that can run and catch at the same time. Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara. He's he's definitely up there, if not top five running backs in the NFL. Not just in fantasy points, but just overall the total package. He 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 came in in the clutch. Drew Brees, as I said, he had another great game. Oh, first game of the season, great at home. I didn't think they was going to lose anyway, but this was a shootout back and forth. Deshaun Watson, despite them not sort of not having a running game, Hyde did well for 10 attempts at 83 yards. Deshaun Watson's four rushes for 40 yards, including a touchdown, added along to his other two touchdowns. That Actually, his other three touchdowns he passed. He was all over the game also. He Both QBs put up fantasy points if you want. But most importantly, they put up points to help their team win. The Saints did more. More weapons was able to help out more than what the, um, the the sorry the Texans was able to do. Like the the combined players of Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller was not enough to get Drew Brees, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr. You just you just wasn't winning this game. Kamara was going back, was going, he can do two slots. And then you already know what Michael Thomas will do. Michael Thomas is just a beast when he catches the ball, and he's a slot too. So he's catching it 10 times out of 10. And then he had Ted Ginn Jr. just hit the home run. This was an overall good performance. If you're looking for defense to be in this game, there was no defense at all. This wasn't going to be a defensive output, this was going to be all offense. Your defensive coordinators now have to scratch their heads wondering what the hell just happened. We're in New Orleans. The Saints never... They're not... Since Drew Brees and um, Sean Payton has taken over, 
was it 2005 the last 13 14 years right now of dominance the saints has just dominated at home and there's no reason why that trend won't continue this season they're going to probably win the division for the third straight year drew Brees is definitely going to keep putting up the stat sheets proving to be maybe one of the greatest qbs have we ever witnessed he's already the greatest qb when it comes to passing yards he's moving closer and closer to touchdowns we're looking at somebody who might go over 4,000 yards another for the what, 13 straight season. Added on maybe 30 something touchdowns. This is this is if this team stays healthy, then automatically they might have the number one seed. As for the Texans, this was a tough loss. They had all the opportunities to win this game. They didn't do that in the second half. They have to find out what they can do. Now, like I said, the run. The running game wasn't a question because they ran over 100 yards with Hyde and Watson combined. But they need to find out other ways how to stop the run against teams in general. Now, I guess versatile running backs, you can see what was the case. Kamara was just... Kamara, he's versatile. You just can't do anything about it. He demands the ball when he's running and when he's receiving. He's the catalyst for the Saints. That opens up everything else for Ted Ginn Jr. That opens up everything for Michael Thomas to... To, to dominate and Drew Brees he just don't gotta do much he's got the pieces around him that can he can make anything look easy for him right now so how do you combat this for the Saints right now the Saints simple if the Saints continue the way they playing right now they can win the NFC hands out they can definitely win the NFC if given the opportunity now it's gonna be tough because of the division and but looking at what the Buccaneers has gone through right now they're going through question marks with their QB Falcons going through question marks with their offense right now, let alone the defense just giving up so much points. The offense got a big question mark right now because it's Matt Ryan. We know he's the guy. But uh, what's going to happen with just that receiving core and that offensive line? And then you got to look at the Panthers. Panthers lost also. Is Cam Newton even okay? All three of them lost. If you if you if you look at it right now, the Saints are up right now, and if the Saints continue to play the way they're playing, they, it could be over for them. They could lock up the division by maybe as early as late November. Texans, you lost. Forget about it. Don't worry about it. You got one. You, there's one week. Don't worry about it. The Colts has lost. The Jaguars definitely lost. And after the Titans, y'all pretty much one game out of first place in your own division. I think the Texans are going to have to fix this right now. And I'm not sure who they face next. I won't know until I do the previews in a couple of days. But this was a shootout. And it was a good game. So, with the latest of critics and people all alike the NFL world, now just looking at it for what it is, Antonio Brown mastermind his exit out of Oakland. He didn't want to be in Oakland. His preferred place was at all along the Patriots. And the Patriots, from all acknowledgement, was willing to give a first round pick and a third round pick to get Antonio Brown. Steelers rejected it because, first of all, the Steelers are not gonna give any more emanation to a Super Bowl winning champion, let alone their arch rivals, let alone a team that they have to might have to see in the playoffs with Antonio Brown. So I understand why the Steelers didn't want to do that. I understand. They, business is business. The Raiders took a bait. They got the draft picks. Raiders gave him Antonio Brown the money. And that, that should have been the, that should have been the case with it. No, Antonio Brown didn't, he didn't like that idea. He wasn't with all that. 
he decided he was gonna narrate his own script and get the hell out of there. Somehow, some way, he was gonna do it. He it was, it was he made distractions over helmets. Come on, really? You serious? You know the safety precautions when it comes to helmets. I'm pretty sure he was aware of it. Other players, especially well-known players like Brady, Rogers, Breeze, JJ Watts, they didn't complain about no helmet issues. Why are you of all sudden now complaining about a helmet issue? Okay, fine, whatever. They ain't complaining about your chronic, your foot or feet, whatever it was right now that was stalling you when it came to trying to practice. So you start away from practice. Okay, fine. Then you was in hard knock life. You was looking like you, you was really ready for the season. You was talking good words and everything like that. But you ain't do nothing after that. Okay, fine. Then you had the voice recording on Instagram with your coach, John Gruden, talking about whatever he was talking about. Okay, seriously, come on. Then the fines was coming in for you. Then you got pissed off that the general manager fined you, contract detrimental to the team. Okay, whatever. And then you you, you go on a verbal assault talking about you was going to beat him up, call him a cracker, which I'm sorry. we got If we're going to do a, a, you know, a space of space, that's racist as hell. You this this if if white folks can't call us the N-word, why the hell you you got the right to call him a cracker? If nobody and we if he still he's still allowed to play too. I mean we're playing spades of spades. I'm just calling it like it is. This guy's this guy's is monstrous. He did anything and everything to get himself out of a messy situation. And it wasn't even that messy. The Raiders are looking for you to be that guy that can, you know, help win a couple games so y'all can look good for Las Vegas by the time y'all get over there in 2020 to 2021. That y'all have a premier team that might challenge the Chiefs or the Chargers. And maybe the Broncos also. Hell, the Broncos are not a bad team defensively. And offensively, you just got to add a couple good pieces to make them solid. This was a competitive AFC West. Maybe Antonio Brown realized he's not going to win a ring at all in Oakland. He might get enough money, but he'd be damned if he's going to get... He's catching anything from Derek Carr. Somehow, someway, he knew this, this was going to be a problem. Do I believe he orchestrated this just to get the hell out of there? Yeah. And you know who fault is that? I still blame the Raiders. The Raiders did not held their gun down. It's your fault, Oakland. You screwed up. You knew this guy, you, first of the moment that Steelers was willing to accept a third and fifth round pick, that was bad news. It was, you were in trouble. Now, let's be clear. When the Raiders, I believe, let go of Randy Moss to the Patriots, it was for a third and fifth round pick. Now, Randy Moss was already, already off the peak of his prime right now, dwindling down, but he was still effective, and you saw what he did after that. He went he and he played the Patriots way. He didn't was he didn't open his mouth, talk rah-rah. He closed his mouth and handled his business. And that was the end of it. Now, can the same be for same can the same be said for Antonio Brown? Can Antonio Brown shut his mouth and just play football the way he know he can? So that way this goes smooth and maybe he get a ring by the time it's all said and done? I believe he can. But I don't believe is that he's gonna humble himself. He's gonna really just stop everything. I don't know if he can. The bigger question is, can the Patriots really hold on to him for the rest for the rest of the year? And honestly, I don't think they will. I think Antonio Brown is going to slip up. You see all the nonsense he's already doing on Instagram right now. Business is booming. Him jumping out after he heard he was being released by the Raiders. All shenanigans and all the nonsense that we have never seen in the NFL in 100 years already of, of this football. 
world. None of, none of this has ever been occurred about. We have seen a lot of prima donnas. We've seen a lot of people do heinous acts. But we never seen nobody just go full pledge, just prima donna, just do whatever he wants to do just to get released out of a contract. He, that's what he did. He also opened a wormhole for other players right now to use that type of leverage and that type of nonsense to just do what they want to do. Take this for instance. Gordon Raymond Gordon from the Chargers. He's been holding out since this since the training camp. He wants a new contract. And he says, if you don't get the new contract, trade me. What happens if he starts doing all that nasty, that, all that nonsense? Now, I get it. This is, not, this, this is a different situation. Antonio Brown was traded with a contract already set in stone for him to be ready to play. Gordon, he's, still a guy, he's already under contract. He wants just more money. Now, Ezekiel Elliott, same situation as Gordon Raymond. But he's done a little bit more. He's done a little bit more work than Raymond. He did the same thing also. He was holding out and holding out and holding out. This team was finally able to reach an agreement, which they should have from the jump because Ezekiel is a top five running back, if not the best, when healthy and when he can produce. Raymond, we don't know what he can do. He's middle of the pack. Is he deserving of a contract? He is, but at the same time, he haven't put the work in for that contract. Now, what if? He started doing all them antics that Antonio Brown was doing. Acting the way he's acting. Acting like a little girl. Just because for no reason. We don't know how many people would do this once if he successfully does it also. Now Antonio Brown was successfully able to do it. And all it took was him. All it took was just to say release me on Instagram. Day after he apologized for trying to friend to be up the GM. He Flipped, changed his mind, called the Raiders fake, saying that they can't hold him. It's all just the works. We first thought maybe Antonio Brown had mental problems, but that's not the case. There wasn't nowhere close to mental problems. It was just Antonio Brown being Antonio Brown, doing what he feels like is best for Antonio Brown. We everybody's been bamboozled. He played a mockery of the whole NFL. I can keep saying he should be ashamed of himself, but that's that's how. But we, I think everybody knows by now how much of a jerk he 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 caused him and his family and the NFL right now, making it look as bad as it is right now. We got too much issues right now. We don't need, of all people, you doing what you want to do just because you don't like the team. This is a team that you got you got traded for. You didn't want to be in Pittsburgh, so you thought that you were, you thought you was going to Brian James. You thought you was a free agent that you was gonna. Leverage your power to go wherever you want to And you wasn't a free agent You got traded You got traded There's no excuse at this point for why we're, we're plotting this He might he, Other than him maybe winning an Academy Award For this best performance that he did This is by far one of the dumbest stunts This NFL has ever seen And as far as just in American sports By far the dumbest Antonio Brown I hope you enjoy no knocking your talent. I, I believe that you, I said, when healthy, you are maybe the best wide receiver in the game today. History has already proved that right now with the numbers you have been able to stockpile since. I don't know how it's going to work in New England because Tom Brady, he's not a guy that likes to focus on just one person. He, especially now, he's got Josh Gordon back, who can definitely, who's definitely a star himself. Demarius Thomas, he didn't play, but when he does play, he can do things. Julian Elman, who's a Super Bowl MVP, and he got to a set, a young guy right now who's looking to be the main factor. 
Then you got James White, you got Sony Michelle, you got um Burkhead, also. Just you got you, you, there's weapons after weapons after weapons that Tom can throw to that he trusts. Let's see if he trusts you enough that he can throw the football to you to make the touchdown without you making a mockery out of everything. Um, last month, a lady, four years old lady, got killed in a, I guess, a burglary slash deadly assault. She was being up to a pope by Demetri Williams, another female. The lady, lady, the lady, old lady, later died in the hospital. For the longest, they were trying to find out who did it from surveillance, cameras, and they caught the person. Now, that's the reason why I said Kamisha Williams. Kamisha Williams is a sister of Kawhi Leonard. I'm not sure if they're half-sisters or blood-sisters, but she's the sister of Kawhi Leonard. Who everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now who's Kawhi Leonard right now and what he was able to do for Toronto Raptors in that one season he went there, took up the championship, won the championship, and was so bold about what he was about to do, he power moved his way to the Clippers. He's back home in LA now. Kudos to him. This is bad though. This is really bad. I don't really have the full details other than what I was looking at. And it's, 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 it's sad to see, listen, it's sad that anybody dies, especially when they didn't deserve to. And in this case right now, she didn't deserve to die at all. Tragic situation. Kamisha Williams is going to be going to court you know, for a couple days. I don't know what's going to happen at that point. But um, I definitely will keep you posted when it comes to any more further news when it comes to this situation. Rest in, rest, well, rest in heaven to the lady that passed. It's tragic on both sides, right? All three sides. The lady that was also part with Kamisha Williams, Kamisha Williams, and the family of Kawhi Leonard. Hopefully, there's more answers, more answers that can be solved on why this happened and what made Miss you know, Williams and this other assailant, assailant do this heinous act to an old lady. Especially, if she was defenseless, and who knows? Who knows what? Who knows? I don't want to make the assumption. My condolences again. Um, I hope Kawhi and his family they're also okay also because I'm pretty sure this this is the last thing they needed to hear. And I that's about it. Before I even want to say congratulations to the prosecutors or whoever that was involved that caught the person that sold the drug to late rapper Mac Miller. That, that died my condolences to Mac Millen's family once again for on his death I know it's been a year since this happened but nonetheless it doesn't make it any better he died for overdose when it was an overdose they said it was, it, it was accidental they found the guy federal prosecutors found the guy who sold him the who sold him the pretty much the drug that was laced with fentanyl and now before I even get down to anything I'll just say this Mac Miller is a grown man. He was he was facing demons. Everybody knew that right now. But even if this wasn't linked with fentanyl, there was a good chance that Mac Miller was gonna put himself in a situation where he could have died regardless of this situation. I'm not trying to sound like I don't have empathy on this. I'm just trying to I'm just trying I'm just trying to bring common sense to what what nobody wanna talk about. He could have probably still killed himself regardless from this drug dealer or whoever because he's still he's still he's still taking it 
you don't you, yeah he, mac miller's at that point right now he shouldn't be taking it i understand to some people it helps it helps cure them from whatever they're going through the pain and the depression and the suicidal thoughts that's attacking them and the demons but there's ways to go about this we've been talking about therapy mental health for so long why has it had to take for this situation for people to even realize that mac miller's knowing that he was still alive at that time i'm pretty sure he knew little peach died over this shit Right then and there, that should have been a wake-up call. Yo, I gotta stop right now. This might, digging this, this might eventually kill me. Not that he might do it to himself, but somebody cruel enough will, might might put him in a situation where he won't never get up. He'll never get up. Sorry. And this was the case. Dude, laced the shit with fentanyl. Mac Miller took it. Mac Miller's dead. There's no cut corners around this right now. It's an unfortunate situation that should never even had to happen that way. And as much as I want to, as much as I want to not be empathetic about this at all, I already said it already. So I'm just gonna, um, I won't, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna repeat this shit again. So it was unfortunate. Hopefully, justice is served. The family deserves it at this point. I'm pretty sure they've been for enough pain right now, trying to understand and trying to come to grasp with this whole situation with Mac Miller, one of the dopest artists to ever touch them, and one twos. To gracefully touch the mic he i wish he was given that much credit when he was alive because he was so underrated and he wasn't given that type of respect when he came to his music and it's it's a, it's, a, it's a total it's a total shame another great artist that has to lose his life at a young age and he was very young 26 years old my condolences to his family once again i'm happy that justice is served right now Hopefully y'all don't take this as me trying to be, you know, disrespectful. I'm just trying to call it like it is, you know, spades a spade. I don't want to say that, yo, maybe this could have stopped it when we don't know if if he would have died from this or he would have continued to do it until he hurts himself again or put himself in a situation where he kills himself. No one knows. No one knows. Nonetheless, justice is served. And hopefully this is you know this is a lesson that this you know this wave of drugs right now that's plaguing the community the streets fellow artists right now mega stars it needs to stop there needs to be a different way of trying to handle this depression or whatever demons that's lurking lurking around your head right now because it's just gonna get worse and it's never gonna get better and drugs and it's not the answer to solving it it's just making it you just it's just like putting a bandage on a cut that needs stitches. Eventually, it's gonna open up much more deeper than you expected. I do hope other artists, I do hope other people, I do hope kids and teenagers can fix this and before their whole life crumbles. Sorry, I was eating me some Wendy's for four. Kudos to Wendy's. Mm. It's pretty good. But um, I'm gonna leave it on this last topic of tonight. And I hope you enjoy your Monday. But um, 50 said he don't got a problem with Rick Ross. Now, I find it funny after over a decade of beefing that they'll be cool again, which I don't think they ever will be. 
I figured this was clickbait because it made it seem like Fizzy was soft. And that's not even the case. 50, that was just 50, said he don't got no issue with him because if he did, Rick Ross would not be here. And for a fact, I believe it because I think if this was back in 2007 or 2010 at least, 50 would have been exposing him left and right. And with no remorse, 50 would just relentlessly attack him or get somebody from his group. Now, he's, 50 has been the professional crawler and doing what he had to do. So 50 also took a jab at Rick Ross. Talking about they never had no plans of making music to get a period. It was never going to ever happen. And 50 just kept it like that. And, I, and he's right. 50 is right. This, they were never made a song together ever. Whew. Sorry. I would say this tea, this tea spilling with gossip, but this is not a gossip. It's a foregone conclusion. These two will never make music with each other. Uh, um, anybody who's hoping that they can do this, just don't. Don't even waste your time. This is not the. This is really not the platform that I could ever see these two really working together on a studio with a, on a track, low on an album together, and. I'm not really disappointed in that because both their styles kind of not even they're not their style is not similar. Both different in the way they approach things, how they promote things, and how they handle things. And last time I checked, Fifty don't even care about music anymore. Fifty's onto bigger things. Now he's directing now. He's directed power. He's doing a lot of things on Comedy Central. And on Instagram, he's still the, he's still the biggest troll in the whole world. So I don't see why Fifty even cares about music at this point, other than to just make a couple more streams. Rick Ross, he can still do the music thing, but even after that, he's not even focused on music. He's got he's still got MMG, he's still got Meek Mills, he's still got Wally under him. Um, he got Wingstop under him. He's got a couple franchises that he's still he's promoting right now, Bel Air. So. Both of them right now in their 40s right now. I don't even know why they're even going back and forth. I mean, it's not going to end, but there's no point even talking about it. Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy it. Burn.